Entrepreneur on Fire 432. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. eVoice allows me to be more efficient and more productive with their simple technology. Go to eofire.com slash sponsors. Click on the eVoice link for your 30-day free trial today. Carbonite is automated. Automate. It saves you time and money. Trust me. You can start a free trial at Carbonite.com with the offer code FIRE and get two bonus months if you decide to buy. Carbonite.com, offer code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Erica Liramark. Erica, are you prepared to ignite? I'm so effing ready to ignite. I'm about to explode. (laughs) All right. Erica is the author of Think Like a Stripper, business lessons to up your confidence, attract more clients, and rule your market. She is also the creator of The Daily Whip, a four-week online interactive experience that helps entrepreneurs make their big business dreams come true. Given our listeners just a little overview, Erica, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. So I will try to be brief on this. I always say that I end up trailing off. So let me know <laughs> if you need to uh, reel me back in. That's completely fine. So the the short version of the story is that I was a stripper for nine years out in Seattle, Washington during the 1990s from about 1991 to 2001. And uh, during that time, I was, of course, as all strippers say, I was making money for college, but that really was the truth in my situation. (laughs) Uh, I ended up, I thought I would only do it for two years. And I ended up, I never, ever would have, I never would have done it if I know that I was in it for nine years. But I think that, I think that's really relatable because I think that happens to a lot of people. You know, what becomes an exciting challenge um, becomes those golden handcuffs, just as we were talking about pre-interview, is um, what's amazing and awesome and, and challenging and thrilling. And all of a sudden, we realize, like, wow, I've gotten really comfortable, and I don't like this here anymore, and I'm bored, and I'm ready to do something else. But I really didn't have, um, I didn't have the, I, I don't want to say I didn't have the tools, but I didn't have the support. I didn't. Um, I didn't understand like how to get out of it. I was really, really stuck. So I just kept going on until I finished college. And then really I was out of excuses and really hit rock bottom and uh, left the industry with with no plan. I um, was my boyfriend at the time said I was the poorest stripper he ever met because <laughs> I would go to work and I would cry in the bathroom and I would like, you know, drink too much, have a panic attack, I call, call him up and say, can you come pick me up? And uh, but it really it really came down to that. I really was rock bottom, but one of the best thing that happened to me. And um, I just I really let the universe carry me. And I know that sounds super cheesy, but it's that's the honest to God truth because that's just where I was in my in my life. I said, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm so committed to not doing this that I will do whatever it takes. And it took about five months for things to swing in my favor. And those are the five of the toughest months of my life. And uh, I was visiting back here in, in, in Minneapolis, where I'm originally from, and having uh, dinner with my father um, in, a, in a warehouse that he owned. And um, it really was like on a card table, you know, in the middle of winter by a, a little log um, a log stove there. We were eating like split pea soup or something. <laughs> and uh, he said to me, 
hey, um, what would you think about moving back to Minneapolis and working in commercial real estate with me? And my dad had been a big um, residential real estate investor back in the 1970s and had flipped like over 200 houses. And then he went on to create a very successful commercial real estate, no, commercial roofing company. Um, But I always had this kind of, you know, tenuous relationship with my father. And uh, I mean, there's no way I said I never live with my father, never live with my mom, never work with my father. I mean, I moved out of the house um, when I turned 18. I was still in high school. I had out. To, I headed out to Seattle when I was 19 years old. And so this was like this just shows how determined I was to make a change in my life. And so <clears throat> I said yes. And uh, within three weeks, I had left my life in Seattle where I had lived for 11 years and uh, was living with my mom and working with my father. And uh, I was 30 years old at the time. But like I said, I was really, really committed to making a change in my life and doing things differently. And I also knew that leaving Seattle was one of the best things for me. I really needed a fresh start. And uh, the lure of going back to the strip club was, was very strong because, you know, the money is it's not easy, but it is fast. And so one of the best things for me ended up um, working in commercial real estate with my father as a managing partner for 10 years. And uh, when we first started out, we had one building and uh, we grew that portfolio to over 10 buildings, um, over about 300,000 square feet. And so I became, you know, learned very quickly because I basically, my dad had his other company at the same time, his um, commercial roofing company. And it was up to me to really, to figure everything out. I mean, my dad was an incredible mentor, but he was already working full-time in his other business. And so I really had to figure things out, got my real estate license, um, you know, learn how to work with people, learn everything about subcontractors, uh, electrical systems, plumbing systems, roofing, concrete block. Uh, I know way more about buildings than you would ever even imagine and uh, did that for 10 years. But there's kind of like another backstory behind that because three years into that, I started to get bored. And it was like that that story about the exciting challenge um, and the golden handcuffs, and that was what was starting to happen to me. And it really, it really surprised me because I was so happy working with my dad, and uh, we'd found a way to work together. One of the things that we find is that when we're creating something, we get along really well. When we have a proud a project and a common goal, we get along very well. We're very similar, which is one of the reasons why we've always had a, a tenuous relationship. And. Uh, but I started to get bored and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And I realized that I had kind of figured out the real estate industry and not saying that there wasn't anything new to learn because there's something new to learn every day, but it, it, I wasn't being my full self. I was only being part of myself and I'm very passionate and I'm very creative and I'm very um, into, you know, personal growth and, and and creating things. And I just was not able to do that in that industry, in that business. And so it took me about nine months and we talked about like your aha moments. You are obviously full of passion, full of verb and full of great stories. And we are going to hit each and every one of those along this interview because man, you have some great stuff to share. And one gem that I really want to pull out about what you said with Fire Nation that doesn't get lost here is that 
you've always had this passion. You've always had this energy, but what you didn't have was a support system. You didn't have those people that were surrounding you saying, Erica, listen, you can go out, you can do your own thing. You can be an entrepreneur. You can start your own business. You can really utilize your passions in areas that do light you up inside. And there's so many of the listeners and so many people out there are in that same situation. They got comfortable, but they know it's not right for them or they hate their job, but they don't know what else to do because they do need that next paycheck. So what I really want to stress about that early segment that you, that you talked about with Fire Nation is, listen, there is a support system out there. There are masterminds. There are Facebook groups. There are LinkedIn connections. I mean, you need to get out there and really start rubbing elbows with like-minded entrepreneurs. Those are the ones that are going to be your support systems when you're moving forward. And Erica, we love starting interviews off with success quotes because we really like getting that motivational ball rolling. You don't need any help getting that motivational ball rolling because you are just a ball of energy and I love it. But share with us right now your favorite success quote, your mantra, and why. It's by Lao Tzu and it's actions are my only possessions. So Erica, do a deep dive on that. What do you actually think of when you read that quote? How does it apply to you in your life? When I wanted to quit being a stripper, I wasn't taking action and I wasn't creating a plan to actually quit. I wasn't looking for a different career opportunity that would be very satisfying to me. The only thing that would come to me would be being a, was going back to being a waitress, which is what I did before I was a stripper. And I wasn't getting creative. And one of the things that I know with my clients is that when you take action and you start being curious and you let the actions lead the way to your next move, amazing things happen. And that's why I'm such a fan of taking action because everybody's walking around thinking about like, oh, I want to do that, but so-and-so is doing that, so I can't do that. Or I think this is a good idea, but I don't know how to do this, so I'm not going to do anything. And entrepreneurship is a journey. It is a very long journey. And you have to be willing to take a little bit of action every day to learn a new skill, to do something to improve your business, to to do something to elevate your business. And that only comes through taking action. And I see way too many entrepreneurs hanging around online and soaking up information, but then not doing a single thing with that information. So true. One of my favorite recommendations when people ask me, John, if you could just say one thing to entrepreneurs right now, what would it be? And I always say, just start. Literally, you can consume and consume all day, but until you actually just start and start getting those wheels moving in some direction, that's all you're doing is consuming. And that's a great takeaway, Erica. And let's turn the focus now to your journey. We want to talk about a failure, a challenge, an obstacle that you ran into after you launched this entrepreneurial venture that you had, either with your father's real estate company or maybe that next one that you kind of alluded to a little bit, that is really kind of appealing to me because I know that's where a lot of your passions lie. But when you first start a venture like that, it's not all smooth sailing. There are struggles and challenges. Name one of those and share with Fire Nation some of the lessons you learned from those early failures. Well, I would say this was a, a very long failure <laughs> and one that I didn't know that I was making. I mean, intuitively, I knew, but I, I, I wasn't listening to myself. And so one of those things was I had my aha moment when I was watching the world premiere of The Apprentice, and I had never watched reality TV before. Uh, because it was not something that appealed to me, but this appealed to me because it was about business. And when I watched that and I saw 
how the entrepreneurs were struggling on that show in so many areas, I knew that I could help them. And that was my aha moment, that that is what I wanted to spend my life in. That was my next adventure in business. And one of the things, the, the area that I feel like I failed in is that I knew I wanted to work with large groups of people. I knew that I wanted to create a, a program that really would address um, the concerns that entrepreneurs have on a daily basis. Just like you, you saw a need in the marketplace, a podcast, we need inspiration and motivation every single day. And that is my same philosophy. And but rather than focusing on the big picture and starting on the bigger picture, working with people, I, I love to create different you know programs and games and exercises. And I'm really good at that. And one thing that I started to do is I focused on one-to-one clients. And I thought, well, as soon as I have enough one-to-one clients, then I can leave my real estate business. Then I'll be able to make that leap. And the crazy thing is, you know, it's like I was I was going down the wrong path because I thought that it was going to be about, you know, safety and security. And once I do this, then I'll be able to do the, to do this. But the thing that I realized is that when I quit working in commercial real estate, it really was, I was down to the wire. And I had spent most of my savings, I cashed out my 401k, um, 401k money. And what I realized is that when you are doing something full time, everything changes. Because again, you're taking action and you're, you're in the moment and you're in that, like you're in that zone and you're, you're, you're willing to do things that you would not have done before because, you know, frankly, you need the money. And so, you know, this is not about doing illegal things, <laughs> but it's about taking risks and putting yourself out there in a bigger way than you ever have before. And so that to me is one of my biggest failures is that I wasn't willing to listen to myself. And I could have so easily, um, you know, started something, doing something to like, like similar to what I do now at the Daily Whip. Um, and I really thought like, oh, I need to like, you know, work my way towards that. But I say, if something is out of alignment and you're not feeling the energy and you're not feeling excited from the work that you're doing, something is off. So pay attention to that. It's so true, Eric. And after interviewing over 400 inspiring and successful entrepreneurs, I kind of started seeing a trait. I kind of started seeing that when these entrepreneurs failed, a lot of times their failures came because they were just kind of dipping their toes in the water. They weren't plunging in whole hog and really giving it 100% of themselves. And then a lot of times I was noticing that that kind of shift happens when a major life event happens, when they had a baby or when they lost their job. And so much so this became the case, Erica, that I actually started calling it the baby effect, where so many times people were like, you know, finally that I had a baby and then I just realized I had to support this family and go forward. And it was like when their back backed against the wall, this switch was flipped that just was not flipped before. And these entrepreneurs now became machines that refused to lose. They refused to take no. They refused to not make that extra phone call. They were all in. And guess what? That was success. So many people try to just dip their toes in right now and then they fail because they're not giving it all of themselves and then they kind of slink away and say, well, I'm just not an entrepreneur. It's just not for me. But those people that sometimes are forced into the situations that maybe never would have been entrepreneurs are the biggest successes because they had their backs against the wall. Their survival instinct came in and boom, they took off. What are your thoughts on that? I completely agree. 
think people give up way too quickly. And I think that there is a um, a disservice um, to people of they see people online. It's so easy to, you know, like we talked about Gary Vaynerchuk before you, you started the call recording. And I think, you know, people like Gary Vaynerchuk, people look at him and be like, oh, he's had it so easy and he has so much energy and everybody likes him. But the truth is like, you know, he's worked his booty off and you know, night and day. And it takes years and years and years to really be successful. And most people, you know, they look at somebody like Gary and like, oh, I can never do it. And um, they are, you know, they're giving up after like a couple of weeks or after a couple of months. Absolutely. And I was just on a call with Gary last week and he's like, all right, John, let's go. Let's make the most of this. I want to be with Fire Nation as long as possible. I have exactly 30 minutes. I'm on calls from 6.47 a.m. today until 1 a.m., the whole stretch. So he was going at it every day, all day like that. And that's today. That's Gary Vaynerchuk now after he's already made it. He's continuing to put in the hard work, the sweat equity, and that's why he stays on top. And Erica, what I want to do now is really kind of move forward a little bit because you did take that leap and you went in whole hog and you started seeing success. Did you ever have an I've made it moment? I don't think I'll ever have that moment. As soon as I do something, I'm on to the next thing. Like that was like, oh, it was so yesterday. Now what's next for me? And so for me, it's not about arriving. It's about the journey. And one thing that I've discovered for myself is that I get so much enjoyment from the creation process and from working with my my clients that every day that I get to do that, I've arrived. Well, let's talk about that point that you made, the journey, because as entrepreneurs, we have the highest of highs, Erica. We have the lowest of lows. We can go from feeling like we're on top of the world one day to feeling like we are down, destitute, and trodden the next. How do you, as an entrepreneur, talk to yourself and to other entrepreneurs about maintaining some kind of balance during this journey? Well, I'm not someone who's a fan of balance because I'm not really sure what that means because I was <laughs> up till 1.30 a.m. last night writing and I'm like, I really need to go to bed. So uh, I don't know if I'm the best person to talk about balance. Um, but I believe that if you if you are working on your true dream, your real dream and things are in alignment, you will do whatever it takes to succeed. And if you have a bad day and we all have them, you, you'll, you know, you'll go to bed and maybe you'll cry about it. Maybe you'll wake up in the middle of the night and say, what am I doing? But then the next day you are back at it. And that's how you know you're working in your real dream is that you will do anything to continue to continue to make this a reality in your life. Absolutely. And I had multiple of those moments when I first started Entrepreneur on Fire because I actually left the commercial real estate industry as well, Erica, and it was a very lucrative job and things were going great. I had a great future ahead and I gave it all up because I was committed to going in whole hog. And I did, but still those (laughs) nights I would wake up and be like, what am I thinking? I need to go back and ask for my job back, beg for it because this is crazy. What is a podcast? This is crazy stuff. But listen, guys, if you are truly committed to your vision, if you feel passionate about it and you're following your gut, just stay the course, work really, really hard and you'll be amazed at the results. And Erica, what I want to do with this interview now is bring things to present time because you have a lot of really cool things going on, but I want you to share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really exciting you today. Well, I'm really excited about my program and it's simply called The Daily Whip. And the reason I'm so excited about it is because when someone comes to The Daily Whip, 
it's like all of these things that we've been talking about. It's about taking consistent action every single day. And again, like these can be, you know, small, tiny bits of action, but they're, they're action that actually moves your business forward. This is not about working through your to-do list. This is about taking risks. This is about putting yourself out there in a bigger way than you ever did the day before. And the thing that I'm so excited about it is that it's, we, 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 we do this as a journey together. So we have three live calls a week. And I think that's something that, you know, you talked about, you wanted to have a podcast seven days a week because you wanted that inspiration. And that was the same for me is that I wanted to hang off my clients. I wanted to talk to them. I wanted to help them. And so we actually meet on the phone three days a week and uh, there's, there's fun exercises and there's, there's fun uh, challenges. And, and I've set it up so you can actually win prizes, like amazing, luxurious prizes and so it's very competitive when you come on board, but there's so much energy and so much excitement, enthusiasm that you can't, that all of a sudden you find yourself taking risks and that you would never have done before. And it's fun in, in, instead of it feeling like a scary, a scary thing that makes you want to throw up, all of a sudden it's fun because you know that you are not doing it alone, that there's other entrepreneurs out there who are taking those same risks that day. Can you share with us one of your favorite success stories that's come out of the Daily Whip? Well, I was at Barnes & Noble yesterday, and uh, I saw one of my clients' books front and center there at Barnes & Noble. Wow. That's, that's an I've made a moment for that person. Yeah. And I saw it. I, I pretty much started to cry right in Barnes & Noble because I was so excited for her because I know how hard she has worked. And you know she's had to put herself out there in such a huge way. And to see that it was such proof that, um, you know, she did the work, but it was such proof to me that what I'm doing on the planet, following my true dream is working. And speaking of that following of the true dream, what are your visions for the future? It's to keep doing more of that. I mean, honestly, like that is the only thing that I have have on my radar. Uh, I have some other businesses that I want to dive into and invest in, but I know that I have to keep going uh, with the daily before I I start um, focusing on those because I also know that to make something successful, you have to be able to give it your all. And at this point, I would not be able to give those other businesses my all. So Erica, we're going to break in and thank our sponsors. When I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, I knew pretty much immediately that it wasn't going to be an easy journey. But man, I am absolutely loving every minute of it. Thanks to listeners like you who motivate me every single day. There are definitely some things that still worry me from time to time, like how I'm going to invent a day in the week that has 26 hours instead of just 24. But lucky for me, there's one major thing that used to worry me a lot in the beginning that I never have to think about anymore my audio files. Before, I used to think, what would happen if my computer crashed or if it was stolen? But now that I have Carbonite, I know I can rest assured that my files are safe and sound in the cloud. Do you want the same assurance with your files? Start a free trial at Carbonite.com with the offer code FIRE and get two bonus months if you decide to buy. Don't spend another day without the safety and security that Carbonite offers. Go to Carbonite.com, use the offer code FIRE today. I can't believe 2013 is already coming to a close. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to a little downtime around the holidays to reflect on where my journey has taken me this year, including how I can make things even better for 2014. 
If there's one thing 2013 brought, it was growth. We've launched our mastermind community, Fire Nation Elite, and our podcasting community, Podcasters Paradise. These launches have taught me a lot of things I can do to run my business efficiently, including how to handle hundreds of members in an online community. Something that's been a lifesaver for me is eVoice. I purchase a toll-free number that I include in my terms of service. This way, if people have questions, they have a number to call. I can either route the call or have voicemails transcribed and sent to my inbox, increasing both my efficiency and the service I'm able to provide. Go to eofire.com slash sponsors. Click on the eVoice link for your 30-day free trial today. That's eofire.com slash sponsors. So Erica, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We are going to enter the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions. And you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds amazing. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? It was a lack of trust in myself, not trusting that I had the energy, the creativity, and the the gumption to do it. I mean, honestly, that was it. What is the best advice you've ever received? To ask. Ask for help. Can you share one of your personal habits, Erica, that you believe contributes to your success? I drink a lot of green juice. (laughs) What are the ingredients in your green juice? so disgusting. I don't think I should even share it. (laughs) Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? I love to do, and that's spelled T-E-U-X-D-E-U-X. And it's it's really like a a place to write your to-do list. Love that. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything we've talked about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Erica Liramark. Eric, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? It would be Dan Pink's To Sell as Human. Well, Fire Nation, Dan Pink is an amazing past guest of Entrepreneur on Fire. And if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Erica, this next question's kind of a doozy. So take your time, focus, and have at it. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would ask people a lot of questions because I think what happens is that we don't dive deep enough into to, into who we really are. And one of the things that really inspired me to to thinking to think about becoming a coach was back in 1995. I was watching an episode of Charlie Rose. And unfortunately, I don't remember the guest's name, but he was a CEO of a major corporation. And he was telling Charlie that in Western society, we are raised to believe that we are born an empty box and we need to fill it to become more of who we are. And that in Eastern society, it is believed that we are born a full box and we need to empty it to become more of who we are. And I think the more that we can empty those things that don't resonate with us, those things that are not authentic to us, those influences that don't serve our larger purpose on the planet, the more that we can reveal who we, who we really are. And I think a great way to do that is to ask people questions. Wow. Love that answer, Erica. And I've really enjoyed hearing your journey. It's really been a full circle. 
So let's end this interview by giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. You can find me at dailywhip.com and the best piece of advice that I can give you is so cliche, but it's so true. And that honestly is do not give up and trust yourself. Love it. Well, Erica, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've talked about in today's episode at eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter Erica in the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. So Erica, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. Fire Nation, are you an aspiring or new entrepreneur who's looking for a community of like-minded individuals who can offer support, tools, resources, and advice as you start your entrepreneurial journey? Visit FireNationElite.com to find out more about our elite mastermind group. Fill out an application, schedule a one-on-one 15-minute chat with me, and start your journey today. Don't forget to go to the Sponsors tab at eofire.com. Click on eVoice for your free 30-day trial. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 